Hello and welcome to the Wise Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Brady Fitzgerald, joined as always by my co-host, Chris Hagan. How you guys doing? Doing pretty well, Chris. It's early in the morning. Um, it's a little, I guess a little quick college corner right at the beginning. Now that like, you know, you're moving into a new place, uh, new new house, back in Columbia, my my throat every morning has just been clogged. It's just like the the I think the, the airs down there is different. Oh, I yeah, I, and it. it's it's not as it's not as humid anymore, so it's more of dry heat and it's just mm-hmm. uh, so I've been uh I've been having to munch down some cough drops. But <laughs> it's alright. I feel like anyone Every time you go to college, like the first week, everyone gets not necessarily sick, but it's like that. Oh, because they're coughing a lot. Yeah, and it's like people aren't eating right. They're uh, they're they're going out every night. They're not eating right, and uh, I just I gotta get my uh, gotta get my schedule down. But I'm uh, we got a we got a long email. I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before about monkeypox. Oh, really? Here's what you got to do when you come back to prevent any monkeypox. I don't know, like, I haven't been paying attention to monkeypox at all because, like, the name is so stupid that I just assumed that it was, like, murder hornets and, like, people were making a big deal about it. And then I was, like, reading through this email, I was like, oh, so this is, like, a real thing. So what is like, it? We could actually get I, I haven't been paying attention either. I thought it was a sexually transmitted disease. Um... Let's see. It spreads people through close contact, direct physical contact with the infectious rash, including during intimate contact such as kissing, cuddling, or sex. So, yeah, it is. Interesting. Interesting. What, uh, yeah, I mean, what's it, it do to you? Is it, like, is it like COVID-2? Symptoms can include fever, headache, muscle aches, backache, swollen lymph nodes, chills, exhaustion, and a rash. Rash is, ooh, and the rash can show up on the genitals and anus. Ooh, the rash. I've seen the rash <laughs> on the hand. It looks, it looks nasty. I don't. Yeah, that as soon as you throw rash in there, that changes the whole thing for me. Like I, I feel like I handle being sick okay, but if I have a rash, I'm not gonna. I'm no, gonna I'm scraping that, that shit off too. Like that. Yeah, I don't want to. You're right. A rash is a whole nother level. Itching and like just like the word itself, rash. Someone came up to me and was like, "Oh, I have this rash," but like I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, I'd be go, like, figure, get a- go figure that out and then come back to me. Yeah, get away from me real quick. I do not want to <laughs> talk to you. All right. Well, I don't really know how to. No, stay safe transition. down there. Yeah. All right, I will. I will. You stay safe when you move to Maryland too. Thanks. Uh, I, yeah, I was gonna say, is this really gonna be a big deal? I guess. I doubt it. I, I mean, I hope not. Do this all over again. <laughs> all right. Well. I don't have a smooth way to transition this from monkeypox to Hard Knocks, but the newest episode of Hard Knocks dropped on Tuesday, and I, I'm excited to have a good, like a an actual fun team to look at. This, this was the most fun I've had watching Hard Knocks in a couple years. It because it was actually interesting. The team, I mean, of course, sucked last year, uh, and none. And it seems like, like I, I don't know if. If it's just you, but this is building the high the Lions hype up mm-hmm. for me so much. That's the only issue with it is like everything they say, like getting all fired up and like saying, you know, we're gonna do things the right way, all that. You have to take it with a grain of salt just because it's the Lions. 
And Dan Campbell's talking about how like we want to be like this team that's treading water for the longest or whatever. It's like Alliance though. And it's gonna be how funny looking at all this season? when they win four games instead of three. <laughs> or five games instead of three. But it's good it's good to see a young it's like a young team. There's not mm-hmm. a lot of personalities on the team, so it's kind of all the coaches, which is cool. And Well, for now. For now, yeah, we'll get into it. First episode, they don't really they don't delve too deep. Are there, do you think there's gonna be another golf episode? Uh, I saw him out. and I was like, oh, here we go again. And they time. like literally didn't say. Well, they didn't say a word about him on here. So I was like, all right, well, they're either saving it for another episode, or they're just like, we've had enough of this guy. Could you imagine they're like likely to get traded next year, Jared Goff? <laughs> Likely to not be the starting starting quarterback after next year, Jared Goff. <laughs> Do they have anyone else? Did they draft anyone? No, I don't think so. I don't even think Why? they. I don't think they drafted any quarterback. Let me uh, let me look. But yeah, no, Tim Boyle and David Blau. Tim Boyle. I want to get. I want to see some Tim Boyle. Love Tim Boyle. <laughs> All right. So, what was your favorite part of the episode? It had to be the, the Billy Jean. Yeah. Dayton Hutchinson. I mean, so I saw a tweet about it. Schefter was like, the uh, people at HBO are saying that this is the most entertaining rookie signing moment that's ever been recorded. And I was like, all right, like, get out of here. <laughs> so when he came up, I was like, all right, I'm curious as to what's going to happen here. And then he, like, screws up. And then when the whole team, like, starts singing it, I was like, wow, that was actually pretty awesome. It was pretty electric. Gave me it gave me a smile yeah it was uh i love how they i mean they do it every every year i don't is it just like the hard knocks team that do this or does every team do this like the no i think every team does it okay yeah because they, they go i bet the pats don't there's ain't no chance at the pats do. <laughs> but uh he, they, do they do but belichick is just not a part of it <laughs> they, they do after practice extra time mm-hmm. together um so yeah he goes up i didn't 14 million dollar signing bonus damn I mean, that's what you get for being the second overall pick. Yep. I love that. That's the other thing I love is, like, everyone's reaction when they say what their signing bonus is. Oh, yeah. Everyone just hooting and hollering in the stands. <laughs> the hooting and hollering was on the next level. Oh, especially during Billie Jean. There, there's guys. Mm-hmm. Did you see the guy take off his shirt, throw it, and then <laughs> another guy caught it and then started doing, like, the muscle man <laughs> spinning? <laughs> it was, like, almost, almost not believable. That that actually uh-huh. happened, but there it was. Yeah. There's a lot of Aiden Hutchinson in this episode. There was. He has, he's got to be the whitest family I've ever seen in my life. I had that exact sentence written down. <laughs> they're, like, all, they're all blonde hair, blue eyes, and they all look ridiculous. exactly the same. And the way that they just talk, too. Oh, yeah. If it's I'm, like, oh, and like, I was just hoping he'd play for the Lions. I mean, I went to the draft. If he would have gotten drafted by somebody else, I would have started crying. Like, what? It's like, come on. Again. It's the Detroit Lions. That's that was like, the thing that I was like, I was like, a little self-respect. Yeah. That's what you want your son to go into, that program. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It's all I guess the whole thing. And then the sisters like, like oh, like me too. It's like, what? <laughs> what are you about? There ain't no way those sisters like watch any of the Lions games. You think they've watched and they, I don't think that whole family's watched the Lions game in probably like five years. <laughs> Not. They probably watched 
like Why the last couple games to see if they would get the first overall pick to get their son. That's right. Yeah. It. Or like the first game of the season. <laughs> yeah. And instantly, we're destroyed. Uh, I want to see re- requests for later episodes. I want to see some Jameson Williams. Yeah. I didn't even know. Is he at training camp? Was he? Know. Didn't somebody get hurt? No, that was John Mechie. He got. He was the one that got oh, hurt. Oh, okay. But Jameson Williams got hurt in season. I don't know when he's gonna be back. Mm-hmm. Let me look. Yeah, it's always it's oh. always fun seeing the the rookies. Yeah, at least not. He'll be back for the season. But yeah, I want to see want to see some Jameson Williams. I got it. They they kept showing Michael Brockers. I want someone mm-hmm. to ask him about his quote when he got traded to the Lions about how he hated playing with Jared Goff. And then Jared Goff got traded to the Lions. <laughs> that would be interesting. I mean, maybe that's something that, like, they don't want to, they were told not to bring up again. Oh, probably. So I'm sure that there's some limits. Well, obviously, there's got to be some limits. But All right. Be Jamal Williams, what are your thoughts on his heart, heart-wrenching speech that he gave i don't know i mean i think it it stems from the top like dan campbell almost cried that he did <laughs> that's awesome um i don't know i mean that team needs some sort of leader like it's all a bunch never of would i have thought it was young guys jamal williams though i wouldn't have either like i knew he was like a fun guy i didn't know that he was a guy that was able to step into a leadership role like that but good for him for i mean it should be jared goff but oh I, there's no way jared, jared goff can have a speech, like, a speech that. like that no way no. is jared goff doing a speech like that i thought it was a little much like he kept going <laughs> i was like is he this gonna, is going. This gonna wrap stop. up at all um mm-hmm. but i also thought like he when he was sitting there he's like when i'm tired like i want i want you to know like it's because i'm putting whatever like the 100% effort, and I was just thinking, like, you're literally the backup running back. <laughs> <laughs> you can be as tired as you want. You also said the word tired a thousand times. Oh, yeah. It's like, all right. Yeah. You look across the across the field and see the opponents being tired, and then just like, all right, man. Like, you're, you're backing up. You're backing up against uh, Smith, right? Who's your starting yeah. running back? Yeah. Swift. Swift, not Smith, yeah. Um, that's such a great name for a running back, by the way. Swift? It's like, yeah, he's Swifty. I think I only saw him once, and it might not have even been him. Yeah, I, I could, it's funny, a lot of the players, a lot of the players, you didn't get to, they really get to see it all. Mm -hmm. Like, they, they would have, like, some of their names at the bottom, but not all of them. Mm -hmm. So the, uh, the whole, I guess, what was it, like, 10, 15 minutes about the helmets, and the, the little padding on top of the helmets. I guess that was kind of cool, but it was just them bitching about the helmets. Yeah, and, like, everyone had already seen it on yeah. the internet, so we all kind of figured out what it was. Yeah, so I guess it was really it was good new. for the show to, like, explain what it was. I thought that was cool, mm-hmm. but then that's all they really needed. They didn't need a bunch of clips of the guy saying, like, oh, it's comfortable, oh, it's not, like... You have to wear them anyways. I really don't give a shit. Right. <laughs> so the same thing happened when they put on actual helmets for the very first time. Oh, is this, do you think they're going to do the same thing? Showing which one's comfortable, which one's not? No, I mean, like, when football first, like, mandated wearing helmets. 
Like, I'm sure oh. the guys will be, like, putting them on. Be like, oh, yes, so heavy. And all that, it's so. like the leather, the leather, like, Right, yeah, you go from have. the lever to the, the real thing. Yeah, it's probably true. The, and they should just, like, I don't know, at least they don't have to wear it in the games. That that would be right, yeah, cool like his training camp, yeah. so. So, like, calm down. Can uh, we talk about Dan Campbell? Yeah, let's talk about the star of the show. So, first off, the, like, the intro speech he kind of lost me there. He ca- again the just kept kind of going. I was like, "What is he talking?" About? No, you was talking that about tread water, just, yeah. drowning the other team. I a lot yeah. of rhetorical questions. <laughs> it was just like not a very well put together speech, which I should have expected because he's a guy who gives like a good speech at halftime. Yeah. Or like right before the game, like. When the offense is getting ready to take the field, that's when he gives a speech, not in front of the whole team in, like, a lecture hall. And in the so first day of training camp. Like, he had to, like, yeah. this was, like, his introduction. That was his introduction to the team. <laughs> uh, to all the people that he just signed or just rook- rookie just drafted, that was his introduction <laughs> to them. And it was just blabbling along. <laughs> he's, uh, he's clearly... What are we? Who are we? Rick. <laughs> all right, Dan. Come on. Now. I love the uh, I love all the grit in it, though. Yep, there's like, a lot of grit. He you, has the hat that says grit, which I love. I might you, have to get one of those. You gotta love just a guy who's just like, all right, like our football team's about grit. Like every other football team's not about grit. <laughs> like this one's the only one that's about grit. I do it's it differently because I else. think it's gritty. <laughs> 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 oh man but, but yeah i liked uh i liked how they did like the dan campbell history they were like no coach has a resume like dan campbell and i was like what does that even mean is that like, i was when, when they said that i, I was like pointing it out because i it's i think it's just like a statement it's not really a compliment like he went from being an nfl player to an yeah. assistant coach head coach i did i didn't think that was cool i liked how you got to see, like Sean Payton really taught him how to be a coach, which was cool. Mm-hmm. And I and also I was thinking about it, like after that speech and stuff, and after just him talking, I was like, I'm surprised he wasn't a head coach way earlier. Like just the way Miami. he talks, yeah, like just the way that he talks to the players and stuff. It's like mm-hmm. I feel like that alone would get at least one other NFL team to make him a full time head coach. I, and that's the thing with him. It's like he's definitely a guy who the players love. Oh yeah, he's doing the drills he's so with weird. him. Yeah, right. The up uh, that whole scene changed because at first I was like, "All right, what's this guy's deal? Like, <laughs> why can he not put together a cohesive sentence?" And then it, they showed him. The, the great thing about that scene is they showed the whole up downs. Mm-hmm. Like he did like twenty five of them and had the camera on him the whole time. I thought that was cool. I thought it was cool too, and I thought it was cool that all of his other coaching staff was was almost all former players as well yeah there's no nerds no no nerds no uh was it arthur smith there's no arthur smith in there <laughs> there ain't, ain't no arthur smith in there. or nick sirianni's yeah or like uh zach taylor none right, of those yeah. none of those little dweebs in there just yeah, all all clowns. ballers all <laughs> real ballers so they're gritty they are they they do be gritty i guess like arthur smith's gritty no no the least gritty not. person ever no, he's he's the type of guy to buy one of those gritty hats though. Be like, 
yeah gritty <laughs> <laughs> just not be not be gritty whatsoever he uh, if he ever listens to this pod he's like that this is worse than like what we do with lamar because at least lamar like it's it's a meme but we like, ha- like and we, we have to admit it sometimes that he's good yeah that's true yeah no, there's no admitting like, that there there's no redeemable qualities it's a stupid face. No, and he's gonna lo- and he's gonna win one game again this year. Yeah. And <laughs> probably be fired. <laughs> Anyways, I'll make him cry. He probably, he probably does make. Him cry. Probably is. He definitely is a crier. He he seems like a crier. I go to him every night and cries when like with that little of a chin. You gotta be a crier. With that little of a chin, gotta be a crier. <laughs> what I what I did miss, and what I was wait the you were talking about the Dan Campbell speech a second ago. The the thing that was bothering me. I was like, when is the theme song going to play? Like, after every, like, cool thing he said, I was like, when is the theme song going to play? Like, this guy <laughs> just, kept he just kept going. And there, and there, but there was no, like, good spot to finish it at. No, he just kind of ended. And then it was, like, yeah. the greatest theme song of all time, though. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That nothing, and, well, nothing will beat the Raiders oh, when the they did the Autumn Wind. Autumn Wind. Yeah. That one was true. so cool. Uh... The I missed I missed the narrator. I'm glad, and mm-hmm. like when, whenever you hear that guy's voice, it's like all right, football's right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got a great, great narrator voice. Any uh any other things that you you got? Um, well the the Dan Campbell thing when he when he does cry in that speech when he's saying that like you guys think that or he said I'm not a lunatic. Yeah, I thought to myself like. I don't know. Maybe he is. He might actually be crazy. Oh yeah, no, I think he is. <laughs> I think he's a madman. Yeah, he seems pretty, pretty nuts. He also but, remember remember when we did. Oh, wait, go ahead, because this is a little bit different. Okay, I was gonna say, but he seems crazy in the right way. Like he seems mm-hmm. good, crazy for a football coach. Right, but he he's one of those guys where like, if they're doing okay, like they don't have to have a great record, but if he. It's like, like, if everyone's on board, it works. But, like, the second that they start, like, dropping games and guys start losing trust, then that doesn't work. No. Like, to him being a madman, they're just going to be like, all right, like. No, they're gonna, yeah, you're right. They're going to ignore him. They're like, I don't care how many push-ups you do with us. Like, we suck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even in that scene, it was like, obviously, he probably lost a couple guys there for the moment. Because he was making them hit each other. I'm like, <laughs> third day <laughs> camp. Dude, oh yeah he i i kind of i feel would you have been pissed if you were a player it's like great like we're already getting it probably i would probably be a little like if i was a veteran i'd probably be pretty right pissed. i was as a young player i'd be stoked yeah but a veteran ready to hit somebody pretty pissed all right what were you gonna say um oh well oh he's you remember when we did office space yeah and there's the guy that like, hey, Peter, man. And he says man after every sentence. That's Dan Campbell. <laughs> he says man after every sentence. And, like, once I noticed it, I couldn't stop thinking about it. He is a jabroni, I think. In a good way. Like, don't you think? I don't know if you can use that word in a good way. What? I mean, like, he's like a meathead. Yeah, he's a meathead. He's, he's definitely a meathead. Yes. There's also a clip when they were doing his resume, and he's in Miami, and he's packing the fattest lip. <laughs> it's hilarious. He probably has the, has the five five finger grizzly bear. That's what oh, he does yeah. to pack his lips. Yep. Uh, all right, I'm looking at a a recap for 
for Hard Knocks, and I like we should do this next week. A quote of the week. This this guy's. Oh, I got one. Oh, okay. It's uh, Jamal Mill- Jamal Williams when he said, "If you piss like a puppy, stay on the porch." Oh, that is a great quote. It's a great line. That was a great line. He said, "Let the big dogs take the field." <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, good one. And then he talked for ten more minutes about being. I was just about to say that that was like that halfway through the speech. Yeah, you wrapped it up there. Yep. All right, this one's quote of the week. I'll I'll have one for next week. But the NFL.com's quote of the week was, "To be a good player, you have to be surrounded by very good people." Said Brun Brunwell. I don't know. That, that's kind oh, of oh Mark name. Brunel. Brunel, yeah, Mark Brunel. Um, I, that's what they came up with. Yeah, I was about to say what a after a Dan Campbell speech and a Jamal <laughs> Williams speech that lasted five minutes each. <laughs> this is what they came up with as the best quote of the day. I don't know. I guess it's NFL, I, so they I, can't be yeah. like piss piss like a puppy. Get off the porch or get on the porch or whatever. But yes. Yeah, I don't know. That was a lame quote. I'm not going to lie. Oh, a couple former Redskins on this coaching staff. Antoine randall and Mark Brunel. I think Mark Brunel won a playoff game for them. That's basically a Super Bowl. Pretty much. He was the first quarterback that I remembered. I started watching him and Todd Collins. Todd Collins does not sound like a good quarterback name. Yes, it. He wasn't. Yeah, wasn't <laughs> I mean, Todd in any sport is already like not. An, oh, train can you hear the train? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's right. Uh, it gets pretty loud, but it's uh, it's right next to my house. So, any uh, any last last thoughts that you got? So I like seeing. I think we need to see more Penny Swell. Hmm. I think he he could be a good a good guy for the show yeah well he's probably like their best player too yeah he probably is their best player um i like the the deuce daily versus aaron glenn thing in practice was also pretty fun remind me about that again when they were they were barking at each other because aaron glenn's the defensive coordinator deuce daily i don't think he's the offensive coordinator but he's like running back coach and assistant head coach and they were talking about how much they love each other. And then, like, during practice, oh, like, they yeah, were chirping yeah. at each other the whole time. Yeah. Like, offense versus defense. That was fun. And the, the fun thing about that is Aaron Glenn is a former defensive back. And he has, like, the most stereotypical defense back voice. It's, like, high-pitched and, like, yappy. And Deuce Staley has the biggest, like, bellow. And it's so funny to watch. That, uh, that was, that was fun. The, I liked... You get to see, like I don't know, at least the, the like the coaching staff and the Lions are are having some fun in training camp. <laughs> so last, but... what'd you say? I said it won't last. No, not, not once it's... games start playing. Good for now. <laughs> yeah, and that's it's funny. That's how it always feels on on Hard Knocks. It's like, whatever this once the actual season starts, like you could throw probably all this up, like most of it out the window. <laughs> Just oh like, yeah, definitely. All the, the love-hate relationships, shit like that. It's just like it all mm-hmm. just becomes hate-hate once you start losing. <laughs> all right. Uh, what do you, final what do you... thing I had okay. was it, was it was bold of Hutchinson to bring his sisters to training camp. You shouldn't bring them anywhere. Not around football players. I mean, I remember even on draft night, 
It's like, ooh, <laughs> Hutchins is family. <laughs> I'm telling you, the most stereotypical white family I've ever seen. From, from they Michigan. are, yeah. From Michigan yep. that I've ever seen. <laughs> All right. Uh, what are you looking forward to in the next coming episodes? Jared Goff. <sighs> Still a right <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Uh, I don't know. I feel like we always get some rookie that has an interesting personality, which I guess we kind of got with the guy who did the – was it salsa dancing? Yeah. Whatever kind of dancing it was, that was sick. Also, I wait, let's talk about that real quick. I would be so pissed if I learned all of Billie Jean to <laughs> perform, and then some guy just comes up there afterwards and salsa dances. Mm-hmm. And he, he danced, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, Billy, yeah, he, he danced during Billie Jean. He had to sing and dance. This guy just danced without any lyrics. It I mean, was, if you can dance like that, I feel like that's acceptable. That's fair. It was a baller. It was a, a big brain move, though. Like, mm-hmm. let's just pick a song with no lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's like where learning to dance like that, it's like, ah, oh, it finally came in handy. He's like, he's like, about time. <laughs> about time. Yeah. I, I wanted them to give us the storyline of, like, the undrafted free agent and they do all this stuff about him and then he gets cut. I was about to say, we got to get the guy who's going to get cut. Yeah. We haven't gotten him yet. At first, as soon as he started dancing, I was like, oh, yeah, this guy's getting cut. But he was a, he's an actual draft pick, so he should be fine. No, uh, yeah, we need an undrafted rookie with some personality and just to get cut right at the end of the season. Remember the Break everyone's heart. The guy on the Browns one who was, like, the rock guy? who was the tight end. He was, like, the rock guy. And we were just uh-huh. like, this guy's out of here. He's getting cut ASAP. <laughs> Was the guy on the Raiders, the receiver? I forget what his name because they ended up bringing him back at some point. Was it the guy who kept dropping stuff, right? Yeah. He struggled and then he remember. like really had a good preseason and they cut him anyway. The only thing I remember about the Raiders is Antonio Brown. Not John Gruden. Oh, Man, yeah. What a John different Gruden. Raiders team that was. Yeah, that's a completely different Alec Raiders team. It wasn't that long ago either. No. The NFL, it's weird. It's like starting to be like the NBA, where teams are going to look different and different every year. Uh, right. Keelan Doss. Oh, yeah. I remember that name. Championed as a hometown hero. Is he on the and Raiders they, now? They waved him. Uh, let's see. Keelan Doss. All right. What I'm looking forward to while you look that up. It's on the Giants. Oh, good for Keelan Doss. Yeah, I'm sure that'll work out. <laughs> I'm looking for more Penny Swell, and I'm looking for more Dan Campbell doing more drills. Mm-hmm. Just, it just, I give mean, me if more every Dan episode Dan. is 50% Dan Campbell, that's fine with me. It's going to be a good series if it is. It'll be a great uh, season of Hard Knocks. So They literally have, like, no marketable players. No, which is weird is why it's like it has to be Jamal Williams is, like, mm-hmm. yelling it out there. It's like they, they, have, they have Hutchinson – and that's about it. DJ Shark. Oh, I totally forgot he was on this team. Do you, uh, what happened to him? See. I always thought he was good. He was. His rookie year, he was good. And then I think he was just like the only guy on the Jaguars. So they let him go? I guess. Well, wait, didn't they draft? No, they signed. No. At ETN uh, and then Christian Kirk. Yeah, and they they signed what's it called Christian Kirk for massive money. They have somebody else too. They have Lavisca. 
and Marvin Jones. Hulk. And Marvin, Marvin Jones. Jones. But I like so. I still I felt like TJ Chark was better than most of them. Probably. Oh, Devin Funches is a tight end. No way. On the lines. He's yeah. on the lines. Let's yep. get some Funches in there. Yeah. Some bu- I've totally forgot about him. Because he I remember he was on the Panthers and was actually not bad. Mm-hmm. And then went to the Packers and just got injured. I, I don't know if he's played since he got injured. Mm-hmm. He's a tight Jeff end. Jeff Okuda is a tight end, yeah. Jeff Okuda, what, did he get injured last year? That's why he only played like a couple games, right? Uh, I don't remember. Because I remember he just felt like no one was talking about him. I think yeah, I kind of forgot he existed. I have a guy named Dan Skipper. Skipper. 6'9". Yeah, give me some Dan Skipper. <laughs> That's who I want to see. 6'9", <laughs> Oh, He must have gotten injured both years. Wait, this is Jeff's third year in the league? Yeah. He had 47 tackles his first year and a pick, and then four tackles last year and no picks. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, but they said he's healthy ahead of training camp. Let's get some Akuda in there. Everyone yep, forgot he like existed. To see him, uh, Amonra St. Brown. I was waiting for that. I'm curious about what his deal is. I was waiting for Amonra because I was like, this might be the only marketable player. Like, and it's not even marketable. Mm-hmm. It's just like half, like maybe half the NFL. He put up good numbers is. last year. Yeah, <laughs> and fantasy football players like know who he is. So yeah, because he like won people. Is yeah, he actually helped me get out of a, a last place finish. Would have no. been the calendar. We need a, what a joke least, that is, yeah. by the way. No one will really get this, but all right, let's just explain it. We've had the two past years. two years. Uh, our our punishment for fantasy football has been a underwear model uh, calendar. So you have to take twelve pictures and we make a calendar and send it out to the league. The, the last two people have gone ghost mode after they've lost and have just ditched. Like silent. Yeah. We we haven't heard from him, so so now we got to figure out a new one because it doesn't. I, you know what's funny? I would have done it if I made I last place. I would have had it. to do it. Yeah, it that's been... why I'm so nervous. Because <laughs> I knew I would have had to do it. And it's like it's about the it's about the principle. Of the we all yeah we all agreed on this. Yeah, whatever. No one cares about our fancy football problems. And I like it's not even that big of a deal. Like it's not like we were posting them on Instagram. No, we were just we were literally just having um, just the members of the of the fantasy football. Right. Yeah. I thought about if I were this was a real thought that I had. Like if I didn't do it, I thought I might in the quarter extra and then sell them. Try to like make my money some, back. Some wise merch. Yeah. <laughs> just me half naked, like swinging a baseball the, bat. The George Costanza pose. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I, I would have done at least one. That was the George Costanza pose. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that does it, right? Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah. All right. Well, is there football on tonight? There is. Be, right? there, the Pats are playing. I think we don't play till Saturday. Get to watch but... some uh, some Bailey Zappy. Excited for that. I want to see. I'm so pumped for Sam Howell. Oh, dude, that you're gonna watch. You should watch the whole preseason. Juice. If he the whole half that he plays, because that's gonna be electric. Especially yeah. if Deami Brown is playing at the same time. Oh, yeah. You, you're going to sell yourself real quick. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that does it. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see everybody on Tuesday. Well, we're, getting, we're getting ready for some fantasy football. <laughs>